Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Who is the face of the Eagles this season? What does the Washington football team need to prove on offense? Plus, will Carson Wentz be good to start week one for Indy? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. In the preseason, we're used to a team's familiar faces not always being out there in the preseason. For the Philadelphia Eagles, a lot of those familiar faces are not even in Philly anymore. We need to find some new familiar faces for the Eagles. They open their preseason action tonight against Pittsburgh in the battle for Pennsylvania. Joining me now from Locked on Eagles, Louis DiBiase and, and Louis. Uh, I mentioned this roster is is not what it looked like a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl, not even close. So wh- who are a couple names that you are keeping an eye on in this preseason format who are going to have a chance to, to maybe make a name for themselves a little bit? Yeah, Peter, this isn't the same era of Eagles football that it's been since, I would say, 2016 when Doug Peterson took over as head coach. Howie Roseman regained his power as general manager. Carson Wentz took over at quarterback, and then they ran out that Super Bowl window up until last year in 2020. But this isn't a retool anymore like it had been from 2018 to 2020. This is a complete rebuild now with a new head coach, Nick Sirianni. And of course, all eyes tomorrow, or today I should say, are on QB1 Jalen Hurts and to see if he can be the franchise quarterback and hold off these Deshaun Watson trade rumors and the three first round picks the Eagles could have next year to use to get a quarterback in the draft. So obviously we're all watching Jalen Hurts tonight against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but there's um, some other guys too that I think are trying to earn their way into becoming a long-term core piece with the opportunity finally presenting itself. And one of those positions finally presenting itself for the first time since 2009 is the left tackle spot with Jason Peters being gone. Jordan Maialata taking over. I cannot wait to see what he does building off of a strong 2020 campaign. This is a young player still with all the upside in the world. So on offense, it's really those two staple positions that the Eagles are starting fresh now from Jason Peters and Carson Wentz to Jordan Maialata and Jalen Hurts. Those are the two guys tonight I really can't wait to watch. One other position that I am particularly interested in is the receiver position for Philly. And the good news for guys like Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith, uh, even uh, John Hightower and Travis Fulgham, who played last year, is the Eagles have three quarterbacks with NFL experience. So it's not like in the second, third, and fourth quarters, it's going to be future footlocker employees playing quarterback. We're going to get a real opportunity to see some of these young players and what they can do here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a young, exciting wide receiver core, but it's pretty unproven. And they're going to have to start proving themselves tonight with Jalen Hurts, with Joe Flacco, with Nick Mullins. And no, Devontae Smith is kind of disappointing, but that gives these other young receivers an even bigger opportunity to earn their way into a legitimate role on this offense. And I'm really excited to see Travis Fulgham last year really put the NFL on notice in October when I think he was, if I'm not mistaken, leading the NFL in receiving yards. And he Mm -hmm. had for, I think, four or five weeks, 70-plus receiving yards every single week. And so let's see if Travis Fulgham can bounce back after starting that hot but then kind of falling off when Alshon Jeffrey came back. Like you mentioned, John Hightower. But the guy I'm really looking forward to watching is Quez Watkins, another one of those Mm -hmm. 
speedster wide receivers the Eagles took in the 2020 draft as they just went for track stars last year. That's what they were going for. Quez Watkins ran the second fastest 40 time in the 2020 scouting combine, and he has been on fire. He has been, I think, the best receiver in training camp so far. So let's see if that translates to the preseason. Peter, there's no more Deshaun Jackson, no more Alshon Jeffrey. This is a brand new young receiving core that's going to lead them into the future. And let's see if they can all stick. And it starts tonight. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, what does the Washington football team need to prove on offense in the preseason? Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With all of the makes and models with cars today, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers. You have a phone in your pocket. Why spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain or or car dealership when you could just go to Rock Auto and get the best price? RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. It took 20 runs. That's right, 20 runs. But the Red Sox are back in the win column. It's a darn good thing the Red Sox scored 20 runs on Wednesday night because, oh boy, did they need every last one of them. What's going on, everyone? It's Lauren from Lockdown Red Sox. And Boston finally got its much-needed win against the Rays at Fenway Park. 20 runs, 19 hits. Nato Valdi went seven innings, gave the bullpen a much, much-needed break. However, Phillips Valdez really fell apart in the ninth. And when I say fell apart, I mean he got rocked for seven runs. So if the Red Sox had only put up five, six runs, this game would have been over and we would be talking about another terrible loss. So we are talking about a win, which is a positive. The Red Sox now are only four games back of the AL East. Milwaukee Brewers right-hander Corbin Burns tied a major league record by striking out 10 consecutive batters during Wednesday night's start against the Chicago Cubs. All 10 of Burns' strikeouts came on swinging third strikes. 26-year-old Burns fan the side in the second, third, and fourth innings to set a Brewers team record at nine straight before striking out a 10th Cub to lead off the fifth. The Brewers led 8-0 when Burns matched the mark and will go on to beat the Cubs 10-0. Good symmetry there with the 10 strikeouts. After consecutive days of throwing, Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has experienced no residual soreness in his right shoulder strain and has eyes to return to practice on a full-time basis next week to potentially play August 21st against the Houston Texans. Prescott said, obviously, if everything keeps progressing the way it's been, I'm going to be optimistic about it. Keep doing the things that I need to do, being very cautious with it, though, making sure that, more importantly, I'm ready for the season opener. Becky Hammond can't wait for the time when it's normal for women to interview for head coaching positions in the NBA and that their gender isn't the story. She told the Associated Press, it's huge and important. It's something that can't be checking the box. You have to hire the best person. Half the world population hasn't been tapped for their mind and ability and skill set in the sports world. It's something that needs to change. 
Hammond is entering her eighth season as an assistant and has been interviewed for several head coach openings, but hasn't received an offer to be the first woman to lead an NBA team. She's also said in the past, if you want to hire me, you will find a reason. That is exactly right, and too often, teams have done the opposite, looking for any reason not to. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this preseason on Bet Online. NFL Super Bowl odds are out, and the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes sit atop the rankings. They are plus 500 to host the Lombardi Trophy, Tampa Bay at 6-1, Buffalo 11-1, Green Bay, and San Francisco at 14-1 for all your MLB, NFL, college football, and golf lines. Yeah, college football almost here again. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. They won their division last year, and yet somehow the Washington football team flying under the radar a little bit in 2021. They open their exhibition season against the New England Patriots tonight. And joining me now from Locked On Washington Football, Chris Russell and Chris. This defense was outstanding last year. We expected to once again be the driving force of this football team in 2021. I know it's just preseason, but what do you want to see from the offense here, not just tonight, but in the preseason as we look toward the regular season? Well, Peter, you know, I mean, obviously, like you said, this team is going to be mostly rooted on defense. But make no mistake, Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator, Norv Sun, they bulked up and they bulked up on speed this offseason. Now, are we going to see all of it tonight in Foxborough? Obviously not. Curtis Samuel is not going to play. And I don't even know if you're going to see him before the end of the preseason. But he is part of that upgrade. Rookie third-round pick, Deami Brown absolutely is a big, big speed weapon and a vertical option to complement Terry McLaurin, to complement Adam Humphreys uh, and the previously mentioned uh, Curtis Samuel. I think this team is going to be a lot better on offense than people on the outside realize, and maybe even some people on the inside. I think they're going to be a tempo offense. I think they're going to, you know, I I don't think they're just going to be bombs away, Peter, but Ryan Fitzpatrick was brought here because he can extend plays one, which Alex Smith really couldn't do last year. uh, And because he's got a better and stronger arm than Alex slash Taylor Heineke slash Kyle Allen, or maybe even a rookie draft pick that they would have had to trade up for or, or something like that. This offense is The defense is not going to have to win games all by themselves. This offense is not going to be perfect, but they are going to help and they are going to be much better than they were last year. This defense also made some changes. They got better. They had William Jackson. Uh, This is a defense that is loaded. They used their their first pick to get Jamin Davis from Kentucky, who is an absolute heat-seeking missile. Is there a name on this defense that you have your eye on that maybe that could transform into something to to really elevate this defense from what was an already very good unit? Yeah, so so nationally, I would say the guy that probably fans are not going to know a lot of that made a really big impact last year as a seventh-round rookie is Cameron Curl. He can play both free safety and strong safety. He can hit, he can cover, uh, he's, you know, 
his football IQ seems to be off the charts. Again, for a seventh round kid uh, out of the University of Arkansas, I've really enjoyed getting to know him. And I think he's really exploded on fast. One other name to kind of keep in mind, you know, everybody knows about how great the defensive line is. You just mentioned Jamin Davis. I think this defensive line is so good that you're going to hear from guys like Tim Settle and Matt Ioannidis and James Smith-Williams, guys five, six, and seven, as being big parts of this rotation, keeping guys like Chase Young and Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen and Duran Payne fresher. They're not just a four-man band. They're really a deep ensemble, if you will. So keep an eye on some of those guys, Peter. Uh, you know, from from a, a holistic defensive standpoint, and also if you're dealing with some props and some overs and some uh, all of that stuff, and if you're, again, looking to draft a fantasy team, however you want to look at it, this is more than just about Chase Young and a couple of other guys. Coming up, will Carson Wentz be good to start week one for Indy? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and it is such a versatile snack. It is such a versatile food. I have it for breakfast in the morning sometimes. I have it as a pre-lunch snack. Of course, I have it before workouts. I have it after workouts. I have it mid-afternoon. Just about any time you can think to have a Built Bar or just eat, period. That's when I have a Built Bar because they're delicious. That's the thing. They're delicious, like legitimately not delicious for a health food snack, not delicious for a protein bar, delicious, full stop, in a vacuum, delicious. And with flavors like peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, coconut almond, I mean, what else do you expect? They are the truth. And just because you're a Locked On listener, when you go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. In a matter of about 24 hours, the Indianapolis Colts 2021 season went from, I don't know exactly what we're doing here, to having two of their most important pieces back for this season sooner than expected and locking up the brain trust in Frank Reich and Chris Ballard long-term for this organization joining me now from locked on Colts, Evan Sidery and, and Evan, I think the extensions are, are more expected than the injury news. So let's start there. We went from, Hey, this is going to be Jacob Eason's team indefinitely to now Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson could be back for week one. What does that change mean for this Colts team? It's a huge swing of momentum in the positive direction for the Colts. They've been in a position over the last couple of weeks where it's just been injury after injury. Carson Wentz in the second day of camp. Quentin Nelson on the third day of camp. You saw that occur with his foot injury, the exact same one as Carson Wentz. So quite honestly, it was a situation where the Colts really had to kind of weather the storm a little bit. You had Sam Ellinger and Jacob Eason get into a camp battle for the quarterback spot. Luckily, if Carson Wentz does return week one and Quentin Nelson, who stabilized the offensive line for them, it's a situation where, honestly, the Colts have a chance in the first few weeks of the season where beforehand I didn't know if they really had a shot. You have the Seahawks. You also have the Rams with the first two games of the season and the Tennessee Titans. So I think that's a really tough first three weeks. Yeah, on top of that, the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe the Colts can split those games now instead of being 1-4, and four, potentially 0-5, and five, when you have Wentz and Nelson back in the fold. I thought the timing of all of this was particularly interesting as well because Chris Ballard, he makes the Carson Wentz trade. 
Frank Reich is the guy pushing to say, hey, I, I believe in Carson Wentz. And even though he's injured at this time and we, we don't know what the future is, they reach these long-term extensions with these two guys. Is it to say, we believe in this path forward? Am I, am I reading too much into this? Because I, I feel like this is, a, this is a vote of confidence to say, whatever happens, we're, you are our guys and we believe in this path for our football team. Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely agree with that sentiment because just quite honestly, from what we saw before in the Ryan Grigson era, where there's just a lack of talent around Andrew Luck. And that's one of the main reasons why Andrew Luck retired in the first place. Just the lack of talent, the lack of resources put in the offensive line. He was hit over 50 times almost every single season. And the one time he comes back from his shoulder surgery after the 2017 season, he has Quentin Nelson in front of him. He has Anthony Costanzo, one of the most underrated left tackles in the NFL. And he only gets touched 20 times in the whole season. Unfortunately, Andrew Luck suffers an injury in training camp, and he forces himself to retire after that because he didn't want to go through that process. But the Colts and Chris Bowden and Frank Reich have this thing really in the right system right now. You have over 17 players I kept track of, 19 if you include the Forrest Buckner and Carson Wentz, who were used with draft capital, very playing huge roles for this Colts team in the 2021 season. That's a complete polar opposite of what it was before in the Andrew Luck era. So, so much young talent and resource put into this thing. And the Colts are still very young. They're one of the youngest rosters in the NFL. I think most of their core on defense is under 26 years old. So I think a lot of this has the chance to be really special. About a couple years down the line, Chris Bauer did mention that the window is just now opening for a Super Bowl run. So I think the Colts are thinking two to three years down the road than they are right now. So that's the thing with the Colts where, honestly, it feels like it's going to be a really good thing. And getting them under contract until 2026, that's a huge win for this organization. And finally, former NBA player J.R. Smith has enrolled at North Carolina A&T and intends to join the historically black university's men's golf team if he gets cleared by the NCAA. The university confirmed on Wednesday. Smith is officially enrolled in the school and has petitioned the NCAA to be eligible to play. Smith's clock to compete as a collegiate athlete has not yet started because he went to the NBA after high school. Athletes, in most cases, get five years to complete four years of eligibility. I say absolutely let him play, but we know the NCAA will get this wrong. They almost always do. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up Friday. We get you ready for a full weekend of NFL preseason action. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.